Hello, everybody. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. We have Vanderpump to talk about all day, plus Brandon and Serene breakup update. This and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right. The second half of today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast will feature the Brandon and Serene update that uh, we have. Reality Steve offered more information regarding his story that he has that Brandon was, in fact, still in a relationship with Serene when he was caught dancing with a woman at the clubs. And um, we've got some sources that have all but confirmed that story. Although there is some people that disagree with the, uh, I guess, I guess the airing of that video, I was called a hypocrite. I'll get into that and gladly defend myself in that story. Uh, that'll be the second half of today's video. We also have some non-bachelor content here. It looks like TMZ broke this story uh, a few weeks ago that Bam Margera was placed in a 5150 psychiatric hold. Um, uh, he was you know, he's had a drug addiction and he's dealt with for a while and he's he threatened to go back on crack cocaine if he's not allowed to see his son. Well, Lamar Odom, who has his own issue with substance abuse and a stroke and, and, and much other fellow alumni of University of Rhode Island, although I don't think he graduated from there. But either way, I did. Uh, still paying those student loan bills, folks. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. So here's what Lamar had to say, offering Bam the chance to uh, to join his substance abuse program at his facility. I, congrats on all the stuff you're doing, man, with these uh, uh, these rehab facilities. I I gotta ask a question, man. Um, what's up, bro? You know, one of uh, one of our beloved uh, celebs, Bam Margera, is going through a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. Um, he just turned himself in and to the police. Know, put, yeah, for for some situations, some family and drug related stuff. And I wondered, like, if you had any advice for him. Is it? Well, does he have God in his life? You know what? I don't know the answer to that. You know. I don't, but a relationship with Jesus Christ will help. But um, if his problem is alcohol and drugs, I would um, want to reach out my hand to him and um, give him a bread in my facility. So Lamar offers to have Bam at his facility, and that was, I believe, weeks ago. And now uh, it's been really uh, Bam Margera released from psych hold and headed to Lamar's rehab. So Bam Margera getting the help from Lamar uh, in his rehab. So that's kind of a nice little story there. Bam Margera, uh, former Jackass star, and of course he wasn't in the recent Jackass movies, you know, because you know I think rightfully uh, anyone who's suffering from any substance abuse they don't want to uh, you know exploit them on a show that's about kind of like doing dangerous stunts and things like that. So uh, we hope that this is the beginning to a nice story of redemption there. And in other news, let's get into the Vanderpump. Okay, this is, we. you know, my wife and I went to a Vanderpump viewing party last night in the East Village of New York City, and it was wild. Lala told Andy Cohen on Watch What Happened Lives how confused she was. She said, I was so confused. Uh, this, of course, following what went down with Raquel's private interview. So, if you didn't watch, I mean, I don't know what you're doing at this point. It's the it's the wildest storyline out there. Uh, Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana, his longtime girlfriend of nine years, with Ariana's best friend Raquel. They kept it a secret, but then after the reunion ended, which essentially was all of the cast members just yelling and calling Raquel every name in the book, and we have to remember this was filmed several weeks after. Um, 
after the cheating scandal broke and it was an ugly one and there was tons of betrayal. Uh, you know, for, for the sake of defending myself before someone calls me a Raquel apologist, I think what Raquel did was wrong. I think what Tom Sandoval did was wrong. I think they deserve to be called out. But at the same time, I think it has reached a scope where it is so much bigger than that. And I just hope that they get the help. I think uh, you can feel bad for Ariana and Raquel and and even Tom. I think that's the ultimate. I mean, for me personally, you go, how do you feel bad for Tom? Because here he is, a 40-year-old man who's got issues, and he blew up his reputation, his life. Not that he probably had much of a reputation, but all these things in the pursuit of, you know, a very low-value, you know, a thing, which is the ego and, and you know, trying to get that dopamine rush of banging someone he's wasted. And, of course, Raquel uh, admits that they hooked up on a timeline that was even worse than what was previously known. So it's ugly out there for sure. Raquel had said this, um, I think six days after the reunion, she wanted to come clean. She said, this is the one story that we, her and Tom, agreed on getting straight. And I know the reason why Tom Sandoval wanted to lie about it is that it's a really bad look to hook up with someone's boyfriend in their own house when they've gone out of town, especially for like a funeral of all things, she said, while breaking down in tears, referring to Ariana going out of town to mourn her late grandmother. So like, I don't know if this is effing killed my soul. I am so sick of lying. I hate it. I hate being deceitful. It's horrible. And Ariana fans, some of them at least, have said they don't think Raquel admitted this because she feels bad. They think Raquel admitted this because Ariana had belittled her relationship with Tom, saying, oh, you know, so they hooked up, whatever. And uh, this was Raquel's way of saying, actually, we did it more than once and we're in love. So, um, I like to take people at face value because I have no stake in the game here. And I'm going to believe that Raquel's torn up over this. But at the same time, it really is hard to tell. You know, I mean, a lot of people don't believe Tom Sandoval in his tears. Um, I believe he's feeling those emotions. I just don't know if it's because he got caught or what. Uh, clearly, he wanted to get out of his relationship with Ariana anyway, but he still loves her. That's kind of on him. That's something he needs to work out. Um, of course, it's wrong. Like, you know, we, we could talk all day about what he should have done. He should have broken up with Ariana and then pursued a different relationship. And there would have still been fallout from that, but it would have been, of course, a different situation. So he, I mean, it's just, you know, he keeps digging himself into a deeper and deeper hole. Tom Schwartz also dumped Tom Sandoval, says he's taken a break from Tom Sandoval following the dramatic reunion. He he said he hasn't even uh, talked to him at all. Uh, Tom Schwartz said, that was the last thing I said to him before we left the reunion. I said, dude, all uh, after all the shit you put me through and everyone else around you through, I was like, you better effing marry this girl. Then Tom Schwartz added, I'm happy to report that I have no idea about the current relationship between Sandoval and Raquel. I have no clue and it could not make me happier. I do not want to know any secrets. So yeah, I always thought Schwartz was really stuck between a rock and a hard place here because I really felt like he was trying his best to, uh, you know, I don't know, just... Um, uh, not lose his friend and and he's and he says that he was trying to get his friend to uh, fess up to things i don't know what do you guys think uh we'll have more on the story right after a quick word from our sponsors 
so we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum, really, on the channel and through friends and you know people that are close to the program. Uh, psychologists have talked to me and weighed in on what they thought, and I think the general view from from people I've spoken to is that there was that it did go too far. The reunion, the bashing of Raquel. Um, you might disagree, and that's okay. You know, I, you can think someone did something wrong, but but uh, you know, the, does the punishment meet the crime? Do, did um, and, and again, and and maybe it does. I don't know. I just, I'll tell you this, I really enjoyed watching the uh, live reunion show at a bar with about 100, maybe 150 people that were there. I really enjoyed it. And at the same time, I was well aware. And I think I looked at my wife and said, can you believe this is happening? I was well aware at the gladiator-like response from an audience. And it just shows how primal we are. When we get down to those, the brass tacks of our, like, um, when we strip ourselves down from the pleasantries that exist between humans, we saw an audience that wanted Raquel out for blood. And I don't know, to me, it just wasn't that productive. Like, we, there was... So much time was spent just name calling, and when Raquel and Tom tried to describe what they were going through, there was no, there, there's never an excuse for cheating. We know that, and yet it's a reunion show, so it's like, well, we wanted to hear what people were thinking. We want to hear what was going through their head. So even though there's no excuse for it, I think rather than spending the whole time, you know, calling each other duty fit, doo doo faces or whatever, which again, you know, was was funny to an extent, but um, I don't know. I I reject the idea that everyone else in the cast is better they've all cheated so i'm watching this going it's like i said i always like to relate it to a zoo right it's like we're at yellowstone i'm watching animals um all just ganging up on each other going they're all animals right everyone we're watching here now again what raquel did to her best friend and what tom did to his girlfriend it was probably more egregious than the other cheating but just because it's more egregious, I don't know, doesn't mean that I think the uh, sort of group think, uh, it, it just it just goes like this, right? The, I always say this, the wrecking ball never stops at its target. There's always collateral damage. How does this affect Raquel's relationship with her family and her mental health moving forward? I just hope that, because we, we know, look, we know Ariana's thriving. She's got a t-shirt that came out. Um, let's go to that story right here. Um, Ariana drops F me in this t-shirt merchandise. So Tom Sandoval, and again, like I can, I, I got to remind, you know, in case anyone was like, Oh Dave, I can't believe you're an apologist here. What he did and what Raquel did uh, unequivocally, it was wrong. So when referring to the fact that Raquel hooked up with Sandoval and then Sandoval hooked up with Ariana, Ariana said, she kept, or, or Raquel said about Ariana, she kept her t-shirt on. It was really hot. He said it kind of like in a, sarc in a sarcastic way. Well, now Lala, so Lala called him out, and now Ariana is selling an F me in this t-shirt, which is being sold through Ariana and Katie Maloney's upcoming sandwich shop, something about her, for $34.99. Hey, maybe one of these days we can get a sponsorship for the F me in this t-shirt. If uh, if uh, Ariana, I mean, look, the uh, the cat capitalism that exists amongst these reality star contestants needs to be studied in business school. Something very bad happens and they go slap it on a t-shirt. And we're no uh, we're no uh, stranger to capitalism, baby. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. I needed to eat a couple extra Microdose Gummies last night after watching that episode. Boy, that really, um, uh, you know, the Microdose helped curb my anxiety that I felt. I mean, I was triggered by all that yelling. Oh my, I felt like I was in a fraternity, uh, you know, a house meeting, just everyone yelling at each other. Anyway, 
Um, so yeah, you know my schedule. A little microdose helps calm me down at the end of the night after a long day of running around. You can uh, have a microdose to calm down or, or you know, get into your creative mind. Whatever you want. You don't have to worry about those giant death stars that have a thousand milligrams. No, they're just three milligrams. They're very, you know, subtle dosage. So microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code Rush Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. Again, that's microdose.com, code Rush Hour. Now let's get to some Bachelor content. I mean, I don't know what else I need to say about Vanderpump other than next week there's going to be a reunion of the reunion. The reunion's reunion, so the show that never ends. And again, speaking of capitalism, I'm all about it. Bravo. Go make your money. You just got a black swan event. This is a crazy story, and it's not the time to be taking a break for going on hiatus. Keep those cameras rolling. Now, Sadly for Brandon, the camera was rolling in the nightclub. Brandon, uh, you know, of course, uh, was engaged to Serene. They met on last season's Bachelor in Paradise. All of Bachelor Nation loved them together because they were beautiful and and nice. And that doesn't always translate to the real world. So Reality Steve posted this story yesterday that he was still with Serene, but he didn't. But Reality Steve, in protecting his sources, didn't exactly make it 100% abundantly clear that it was cheating that was happening. So in today's video, that. That is discussed more. Here is a clip from that, and this is uh, today's featured story, Brandon and Serene and their breakup that happened three days after this video came out of him dancing in the club with another lady. So here's what Steve has to say. And again, this is just what happens. He he made this story and tried to dance around certain things he probably didn't want to disclose because that's what you do. You have to sort of um, take the information you have and package it in a way that's going to protect your sources and it's going to, you know, all of that. So that's very fair. But in that process, sometimes people don't get all the information and then they go, I don't think there was any cheating. Like we just had a comment from somebody right here that says... Um, Oh, that wasn't it. There was a different comment. Um, my theory is Serene broke up with Brandon. Brandon was heartbroken, so his friends tried to take him out to cheer him on, which is fine. It's really less a theory and more fan fiction because that's just not what happened. But here's the information reality Steve has to share. A fifth. Here's one thing that here's one mistake that I made yesterday. No, nothing I reported was wrong. My mistake was thinking people would. I don't know, automatically assume that I didn't do any due diligence whatsoever and that I would report something without vetting it out. After everything that I've been through in the past, I think there's just a subset of people who have this notion that all I care about is taking down contestants from the show, and that couldn't be further from the truth. So I want to say this as clear and concise as, as I can, because maybe I wasn't as clear yesterday as I should have been, and, and that's on me. When I said yesterday, on my podcast and in the column, when I say, you know, to know now that Brandon was seen in this video with another woman on May 5th, and three days later on May 8th, they released a joint statement announcing a breakup, I don't think it's hard to figure out what happened here. That wasn't me speculating, that wasn't me guessing. Take out your recorders, take out your pens, take out your pencils, take out your crayons. Whatever you need to do to get this message across. Brandon and Serene on May 5th were absolutely 100% a couple. They were not broken up. 
They were not on the outs. And what we like to do is try to take these stories and listen to what people are saying and hear everyone's opinions. And after yesterday's reporting, a lot of people online were saying, oh, this is reckless and irresponsible to show a video of him dancing with someone if they already broke up. Clearly, they had broken up before. I had people within the Bachelor community, alumni, message me, call me, and try to get their story straight. But there's a different story coming out from his camp and there's a different story coming out from Reality Steve's camp. And Reality Steve doesn't have a real stake in the matter here. So unless Serene and Brandon go on the record and discuss this, I think the reporting is pretty accurate. Do you know what I mean? If if this reporting's completely wrong and they had broken up a month ago, I don't think Serene and Brandon would remain quiet. That's all I'm going to say about that. Brandon was seen with another woman on May 5th as an engaged man to Serene Russell. On Monday, May 8th, three days after that happened, they released a statement they were broken up. So I just want to make that very clear because I got three or four emails yesterday and some responses to what I posted on Twitter, which was the video, saying, well, don't you think the timeline could have been they were already broken up? And I guess, like I said, I guess I didn't make that clear. So now we know. So that's uh, Reality Steve's timeline. Um, I've spoken to him, and it seems like it's a pretty solid source that he's working with, uh, or source is, and it seems like... uh, there's going to be no – my guess is we're not going to hear from Serene. She hasn't commented anything on social media, and my guess is we're not going to hear from Brandon. What's probably going to happen is there's just going to be a lot of private messages sent around trying to jockey for position. Now, this is the story. This is how it went down. Maybe they had broken off their engagement. Maybe they weren't wearing their engagement rings. We've heard that, too, from close sources. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the dancing didn't happen, and it doesn't mean that wasn't the final straw. Maybe there was a lot of trust – uh, issues happening and then when this video came out it's like look i mean we're trying and again i'm just projecting right now i don't know this this isn't a factor this isn't me sharing a source but maybe serene sees the video you know when this came out um weeks or months ago whenever uh, cinco de mayo so weeks ago uh, last month and maybe she sees the video and goes you know what the fact that we were trying to work on it and then i see you dancing with another woman clearly shows me you weren't that serious about working on it and maybe that was how it all went down so you know uh, you know respectfully i'll read some comments that i received uh Sherry said, isn't this rich? Uh, and again, I, I respect these types of comments. I really do. Weren't you the same person doing multiple videos about protecting the mental health of reality TV stars just a few weeks ago? And my response to that was, I think you can discuss a story like this and still pursue uh, reality TV stars getting mental health help. Um, if that makes me a hypocrite, as I'm being called here, uh, and here you are perpetuating it. So who's carrying these contestants' mental? Who cares about these contestants' mental health, Dave? You are a hypocrite. Period. And I don't think that's hateful. It's an observation. And Sherry, I'm not taking it as hateful. It's a public forum. My comment section. You can leave those comments and accuse me by that. You stand by your words, and I stand by mine. I, the video's out there. So, I, so I guess what they're saying is, um, what is the point of doing this publicly? If they were together, one could make the tenuous argument that you want her to know who she's with but no they've broken up so what was the point of this reporting it's your bully bff salivating that's reality steve at starting a campaign against someone on the show something that he's historically done and enjoyed well if you listen to what reality steve said today i think um 
you could you could hate on them all you want for past reports, and we've all gotten things wrong. I've gotten things wrong as well. Um, but I think his effort to get the story right is valid. He spent a week with different, and I've seen this way where he's covered the story about um, Nate with the girl he was dating, not Nate with the eye, Nate Mitchell, and he spent like a month on that story. He had he had phone calls and FaceTimes, and there's stories that he has where people won't go on the record, where people won't put a name behind it if it's an anonymous account like it's one thing if you don't want to go on the record publicly but you can still be a jane doe but if you're just some instagram handle that has t like there are certain stories he's not sharing so i think times have changed um i don't i personally disagree with you sherry i don't think it's hypocritical for me to preach for mental health and also cover this story i'm not the one dming these contestants right so like i said yesterday with my bison analogy you can go to yellowstone and look at the bison but if you go up to them and try to touch them they're going to gore you to death don't talk to the reality contestants um, if you don't like what they do unfollow them and just let them be that's that's my policy there I think that's the best thing we can do for mental health if somebody messes up they mess up it's news that's how it works um, so I'm, I'm I stand by that and again if you don't like the ethics of my channel you can also unsubscribe that's fair for you to do right so there's the business transaction right we can agree to disagree there all right let's go to what reality Steve had to say at the eight minute mark here um, and also uh, on a side note I've got stand-up shows if you want to come Sherry maybe you don't like my YouTube video but maybe you'll like my stand-up I've got a stand-up show tonight at Greenwich Village Comedy Club at 7 30 p.m. yeah it's a little weird it's a little it's it's tough to make YouTube content and then have to tell people exactly where I'll be uh, because, it, boy, can you really ask for some trouble there? Uh, but I'll be there tonight and then tomorrow night, Greenwich Village, 8 p.m. West Side Comedy Club for the late night show, 10 p.m. Friday night. So lots of New York shows still going on. Hey, shout out to Lizzie. Shout out to Megan. Um, I'm going to forget so many people here. Um, shout out to all the people that came to my show two days ago. We got to hang out afterwards. A lot of Game of Roses fans. We had uh, uh, folks that came out from all over. So, um, but uh, we had Leslie come in from Albany. That's right, a three-hour drive each way. Thank you so much for coming to see me. I'm not that interesting, but I do appreciate it. Let's wrap it up with Steve and hear what he has to say. Like I said, I don't want to sit here and pat myself on the back, but when people come at me and say all I care about is bringing people down, you're wrong. You're factually incorrect. That is not the case. I've had plenty of people on my podcast that have told great, great stories and have never told them anywhere else before. So I don't know what else to tell you. And so then he goes through the, you know, yeah, I mean, he's got a point there. It's, it's, um, it, it, you know, to be called his, um, uh, the BF, the bully BFF here. Uh, that's an interesting, some merch shirts there. Uh, but look, this video was sent to a, a group of people. The fact that it hasn't come out yet was impressive. And so Reality Steve had this video for a while and he just didn't have anyone who wanted to speak about it. So he decided not to share it until he had further information he can share. To be quite honest, I think it's more responsible the way he's doing it than just for some random person to share it and then we all speculate. He's telling you exactly what he has based on the information he has, and he's actually he's actually protecting people here, and I think that protection is is admirable. And and I guess he doesn't have to pat himself on the back. I'll pat him on the back and say that I don't know. I mean, look, um, I've got a lot of friends in Bachelor Nation, and I've uh, you know from uh, I mean I'm not, I don't need to call them out personally, right? I've got a lot of commentator friends, and and they all understand that there is a tight tight needle to thread here and you don't always get it right the alternative is probably to just never make any content um so i think respectfully 
trying to make the content and do it the right way and take the time and run ideas by other people is the way to do it. It doesn't mean you won't get burned and fly too close to the sun. It just means you're going to try your best and be as, uh, uh, and try to be, uh, as, uh, uh, you know, or try to be not reckless, right? Uh, no wrecks here, uh, except for this relationship, which has of course, um, concluded itself. Will we hear from Brandon and Serene? That's um, yet to be seen, and we'll have to see how that all plays out. So there's a lot of stuff going on out there between Vanderpump and Bachelor in the offseason. The stories just don't end. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you so much. I forgot to mention this earlier, but I'll be at Greenwich Village Comedy Club tonight at 7.30. That's Thursday tonight, uh, June, what is it, the 8th? And then tomorrow night, I will be at uh, two shows, 8 p.m. at the, uh, what's it called? the comedy shop in Greenwich Village at 8 p.m. And then at 10 p.m. I'll be at West Side Comedy Club in the Upper West Side. So thank you guys all so much for supporting live stand-up comedy and the podcast and for all of your nice reviews and ratings and sharing with your friends. It is much appreciated. You're helping the channel grow and thrive. And for that, I thank you. And I'll be back tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour.